This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Devine. Noel Devine. Well, he might not have a shutout, Ray. Devine to the 30. He won't go down. 24-7 Good morning, it's Thursday, March 19th, and you're listening to the College Football Daily, a 24-7 sports podcast dedicated to catching you up on and breaking down the day's college football news. My name is Trey Scott, and I'm joined today by 24-7 sports national analyst Charles Power. And we have a different type of episode on deck. Uh, you call it Throwback Thursday if you want. If you're listening to this on Friday, maybe it's Flashback Friday. Maybe we can call it a vault series going forward. But Charles, I want this to be kind of evergreen. And like, let's go on a journey back to the mid-2000s, a simpler time for both of us. We were both in high school, I think. And if you were like me, you were spending your lunch break testing the limits of the school's library computers specifically YouTube. So it's the 2000s, and YouTube had launched in 2005. And so now it's January of 06. Our current 24-7 sports boss has had Rivals.com booming. Texas and USC had just played the best game ever in the Rose Bowl. Reggie Bush was about to go to the NFL. And on January 11th of 2006, a video titled simply Noel Devine High School Running Back gets uploaded to YouTube and we all sort of lose our minds. Yeah. I mean, I, I remember seeing it and it was just like, it was kind of, it's kind of a deal where it's like, nobody's going to tackle this guy. Like he was spinning out of, he was running backwards. He's all, all side, you know, just all over the field horizontally and the plays were ending up as touchdowns. So it was one of those deals where, it's kind of like, man, it's like one of those things where you would like be talking to your friends, like you got to see this, like this, this kid just doesn't get tackled period. So it kind of almost, uh, was kind of one of those moments where it maybe transcended, um, you know, strictly just, just kind of the, the recruiting sites and became a, a deal where everybody kind of had to see, um, you know, see this guy on, on this new site called YouTube. Yeah. Like for my group of friends, it was like a cultural phenomena. I remember watching it at church or something and like some guy and i'm not going to say i saw the video in january i have no idea now the video has been seen nine hundred thousand times i'm kind of surprised it's not in the millions maybe i'm you know maybe it's been sparsed and you know and cut there, up over the years and, and there was there was video of him too like on on the recruiting networks when he was like a freshman or sophomore so it was kind of uh, yeah it was kind of just i guess had had, had been building and, and building and then um yeah, I think I think once it just kind of became a deal where he was really kind of the first guy where um, you know the video became became so widespread because a lot of the like Reggie Bush had some like amazing high school highlights, but they a lot of them were kind of put out uh, you know just, just re- retroactively. Like we didn't really have the means to just queue them up on uh, you know on, on the internet quite like we did with Noel Devine. That's funny that you mentioned Reggie Bush because like. 
YouTube. And like, I, I remember before I watched Noah Devine, I watched Reggie Bush and the video was called 619 all the time. Right. And it had like a really cool um, hip hop beat kind of playing under it. 619, Reggie Bush is from the San Diego area, obviously played high school football with Alex Smith. And the video is sick. Side leading Helix 35 to 7, Reggie Bush. After the 30, Bush turns on the Jets. Reggie Bush, there he goes. The fastest man in San Diego. Nobody's going to catch him. And like you mentioned Reggie, and maybe were we thinking, you think like when we were watching Noel Devine, we were thinking Reggie Bush. Like you mentioned that kind of when we were talking the other yeah. day about like maybe that's why. Because Reggie Bush, like again, this is this is right after Reggie Bush had just finished a multi-year tour de force throughout college football. Right. Yeah. I I, I don't think it's a coincidence. I, you know, I, R- Reggie Bush was a complete college. He was a college football phenomenon for sure. Um, and it was you know USC was appointment viewing. Uh, I think he was, you know, uh, he ended up being like the, was he like second or third pick in the NFL draft? I, I think he was kind of seen as as a running back who can maybe like shift the the paradigm. And really, I guess in hindsight, was kind of a little bit ahead of his time, probably would be, be, be better now with the offenses um, nowadays. But yeah, I think everybody was, I, I think kind of the inclination um, for, for a lot of people is when you see a player like, like Reggie Bush, uh, is is to, is to look for the next Reggie Bush, and a lot of times that can be faulty because you have to kind of realize, you know, maybe this player is just kind of a kind of a, a unicorn, a, like a, just a unique prospect uh, in their own right. Um, so, so I, I think that definitely kind of played a role with, with Nolan. I think there was a very there was a very high appetite for smaller, faster running backs who were just making crazy, you know, high school plays um so i i think that definitely had had a pretty good um you know role in in noel divine's popularity at least just kind of like maybe outside of like the hardcore football circles yeah so divine was number 15 in rivals overall in the class of 2007 in the 24 7 sports composite and like we weren't a thing yet but we retroactively made a composite he was the number three running back in what was just like a dog class like it's just not a good class for running backs in my opinion like it was fine but i think that was sort of a time in the recruiting world and i've talked to barton simmons about this where we are recruiting analysts everywhere like rivals scout espn we're probably grossly over ranking and overrating running backs and receivers right yeah i mean especially running backs and i think too um you know, it's if you look at the way like recruiting rankings have changed. Uh, like I, I know everybody kind of has their their own opinions on this. I mean, I'm certainly a little biased being involved with it now, but um, you know, just pr- pretty objectively, they've gotten a lot better o- over the over the years. And I, a lot of that is just uh, is people getting better at it over time individually. But I think the the processes have made it a lot easier. We have so much more information. Um, your your the the amount of video you can watch online, the live games you can watch online, um, and, and I think everybody's collectively as a group, there's more information. Everybody's kind of getting smarter about it. And back like back then, when when you're talking about like kind of the early days of, of video, uh, it, it really was kind of kind of a deal where um, you know you you might be like 
ranking a guy off a highlight. You know, you don't you just, just don't have a, as as much of a sample size as, as you could get now, especially for top players. But um, but yeah, I mean, looking at that running back group, uh, it was certainly certainly not not a good one at all. Um, and 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 that's the thing too is like running back historically is is an easy position to rank. Um, you know, it's it's those those guys. It, the the crossover for, from high school to college like the jump is not as extreme um and and I, I think there, there's just not as steep of a learning curve so um yeah I, I think that's definitely something where we've progressed a lot just as an industry and in, in figuring out who's who's good um you know at, at the position yeah so let's talk about divine so high school stats four thousand yards over that 54 touchdowns his junior and senior seasons for North Fort Myers in Florida, uh, a scouting report on one of the recruiting services, uh, quote, absolutely impossible to knock off his feet. The best balance since Barry Sanders. <laughs> Divine has the uncanny ability to bounce off of tacklers, run through arm tackles, and make people miss in space. Not the biggest, just maybe the best. And look, like we'll talk about Divine's college career and his NFL career. And I don't want to be like, I mean, hindsight is twenty twenty, but tell me why Charles, like, I would imagine looking back now, you would not have allowed Divine to be ranked close to like number fifteen in the country. So maybe tell me if there were any, yeah, context clues that you can look at now and say, mm, no, yeah. So I, I, I think you know, starting off with what he does really well, obviously, he has. He had a, just a great acceleration. I mean, he's he was top speed quick. If if you look at kind of how I, I went back and I couldn't find any track or forty times for him. I mean, it doesn't take a you know a, a genius to tell that that he was he did have legit speed and was it was really fast, great acceleration. I think he ran like a four two six coming out of West Virginia. So obviously that was that was that would have been validated in any kind of speed setting. Um, you know, the, the balance was, was was there's no doubt. I mean, his balance was outstanding. He was really tough. Um, and he could change direction in tight quarters, um, you know, just kind of wiggle out of tackles and, and bounce off defenders. But um, I, I think looking at him, if I was just to watch his video and and go, like just look at his the whole body of work on kind of on a blank slate, imagining he was maybe like a class of twenty twenty prospect. Um, I, I you know I, I don't think he stacks up as well as maybe a guy like. Devon Oshane, who signed with Texas A&M this year, who I think we had within the top fifty, but he was wasn't 54. one. Yeah, but he wasn't one who was like a you know kind of in the five star conversation. A really good running back who is one that I think we're higher on than the industry, significantly higher on than the industry. Um, but uh, you know, is one who had uh, legit track times, better production, um, kind of a, a more versatile high school player. I think one thing with Noel Devine is he was really. Really tiny. Um, I, he was listed at, at 5'8", 175. I, I think that 175 is, is would be very generous considering he was 180 coming out of f- four years of college. Um, you know, she wasn't able to put on a ton of weight. Uh, I, I mean, I've heard that some schools back when he was being recruited thought he was like kind of in the 150. So um, very tiny. Uh, and, and I think when, when you're dealing with kind of a speed uh, like kind of uh, all-purpose type type back, smaller back. Uh, catching the ball is, is paramount for sure. Um, and, and he never really had a, a ton of production as a receiver. Had had a little more at West Virginia, but he kind of played in a uh, kind of a wing T offense in high school and just never really developed as as a, a pass catcher. And I think one thing too is 
for as um, hard as he was to tackle, a lot of his stuff kind of like, like I said was more like balance power based, um, and and he was a little a little tight as a runner, kind of upright. And maybe if you're comparing him to like a Reggie Bush, just really no comparison in kind of how loose Reggie Bush was uh, in the open field compared to Noel Devine. He was he was just kind of upright a little bit, and I, I think too, just kind of you know I think if you compare Noel Devine to similar style running backs who came out i i think really the 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 timing and him kind of catching that that post reggie bush youtube zeitgeist really had a pretty significant role in you know the uh hype and fanfare he got you know just comparing maybe two years later uh or i think i think it was two two cycles later just they were you know at, at west virginia at the same time Tavon austin who was you know i think maybe like a low four star uh, had 30 more touchdowns in high school. I think Tavon Austin, when people ask me the best highlight video that I can recall for a prospect, like Tavon Austin is one of the first ones that comes to mind. Uh, he has an 11-minute uh, an video um, f- from high school that has since gone viral. Like, all of the Tavon Austin stuff has, has retroactively gone viral. But I remember watching this in, when I was in college. I think I was a sophomore. I remember watching it in the dorm, like showing my friends, like, you got to see this. Like, this kid doesn't get tackled the entire video. Um, and, you know, comparing Divine to, uh, Divine to Austin, Austin was a superior prospect. It just, he just didn't really have kind of, it just wasn't building years over years. And I think the timing probably wasn't right for um, for him to maybe blow up in that regard. Like, like Trey, you were saying when you were watching Noah Divine stuff now, you're like, oh yeah, this is, this is pretty good. But it, it wasn't near the level of excitement. Like, man, this is like something we've never seen before. So, um I think kind of viewing him in that context, he was, he was a, a very good prospect, shook out um, to be to be good in, in in college, but but probably not the um, transformational guy that, that he was tabbed at the time. Well, I was going to ask you about that, and we've got I'm going to make sure the video is in the show notes so everyone can go watch it. But I don't know if it's just age, or I mean, Charles, you're like the thing I respect about your scouting eye is like, you know, everyone can be saying this guy's great, and you can be like, eh. So I, I would, I'm interested to get sort of your perspective of watching this video 14 years later. But for me, I guess I've just been jaded or I know what happened with Noel. Right. I was kind of like, eh, okay. He's reversing field. He's breaking a few tackles. Like I've seen this now. But in 2006, it felt just like Reggie Bush. Like it, yeah. Noel Devine, like it felt, you know, the famous USC run, or Reggie Bush run where he's, it's against Fresno State. Right. And he's reversing field and he stops on a dime on the sideline. And you've got the USC coach behind him sort of windmilling his arms. And they like literally invented that move in the NCAA football video game. Like the back move on the joystick. Right. Reggie Bush right up the middle. Gets the outside. He's at the 30. It's another foot race. Cuts it back to the 20. Comes back to the near side of the field. He is going to go. It's going to be another USC touchdown and another thing of beauty from one of the best running backs you would ever see. And, yeah, but you, you watch Noel Divine now, and it's maybe it's, you know, another topic for another day is the the quality. It's like Zapruder film. Yeah, it's, I don't know sure. how it's we like, thought uh, that was good. Like, got, got like a little bit of like a Sasquatch in the in the woods quality to it, for sure. It's crazy that like that, that was like quality video yeah. back then. But also, I think recruiting, and I think that like in the mid-2000s, the thing with like the recruiting sites, I think a lot of it 
was the film and the footage. And right. I think it's it's moved to sort of a scoop thing where you guys, like the experts are the ones who kind of like invest the most time in the film and the fans now want to know the scoop or want to know like, you know, the, the word on what his projection is at the next level. Right. But back then, like I would devour, like I, I grew up a Texas fan. I went to Texas. I would devour every single f- like video possible of every single of Texas's 25 signees and Noel Devine was better than any of those guys I'd seen. And so I remember like my friend who showed it to me at, at church, he was like, yeah, Texas might be in the mix and it might be in the mix. And it was just like this, this legendary recruitment. And, and you know, when you look back now, his recruitment very much was kind of crazy in Texas and A&M, they weren't in the mix, but when you're 16, you want to believe that they were. And of course he signs with West Virginia Alabama and Florida State wanted him, but you go back and read and, you know, doubts about his ability to academically qualify, pass the ACT on his third try, and he goes to West Virginia. And I look, Charles, you mentioned Tavon Austin. Like, what is West Virginia had some dudes. Oh, yeah. And he's on this 07 team that famously lost to Pittsburgh and, and blew its shot to play for a BCS championship. But he's on that 07 team as a freshman with Pat White and Steve Slayton. And like, he, started off really well. Like, like if, if Noel Devine was playing in 2019, he would have gone pro after three years mm-hmm. and he didn't. And, you know, his career fizzled out after his senior year and he goes undrafted. Right. Do you have any recollections of Noel in college? Like, I would imagine that, like me, you were also interested to see what he would do and you were probably really excited by his freshman stats, sophomore stats, junior stats. Do you remember trying to watch him at all? Yeah, yeah, I, I do for sure. And, and, yeah, th- those West Virginia teams were, were a whole lot of fun, um, you know, with, with the Rich Rodriguez, uh, Steve Slate, and Pat White team. So I think it was one of those deals, too. It's, you know, Noel Devine's recruitment, like you said, was definitely kind of up and down deal. He had the thing with with, with, with Deion Sanders where he was going to move there and then, and then kind of left because he, he had a child at home that he wanted to uh, move back and be, and be closer to. Um, so, uh, it was, yeah, I, th- I think his recruitment probably – maybe didn't match up with, uh, you know, how, how touted he was. It really, I mean, it's not like ex- completely dissimilar from, from for, for, albeit for different reasons, but um, kind of like the Zach Evans recruitment. It was, it was kind of one of those I knew that, you were gonna say that. that was just kind of like may, maybe just didn't, didn't match up with, with, with his perceived talent at, at the time. Um, but yeah, I mean, I was excited to see him at West Virginia. I thought that was like, I mean, that was a great scheme fit with, with Rich Rodriguez. Um, Kind of running the the zone read, and then um, kind of, kind of later on uh, with, with with the teams that West Virginia had. So um, so yeah, I mean, I, I I thought that was a I was ex- definitely excited to see that and, and try to watch as many of those games as I, as I could um, back then. But but it was one of those deals too. It's I I remember like West Virginia had a fan that would make YouTube videos. Uh, I think his name was like name was like Duggity Doug, and he would put these these kind of hype videos out for for Noel Devine, Tavon Austin. And uh, Pat White, Steve Slayton over the over that kind of run, and uh, like they they were some of the best like like funnest videos to watch too. So I, I you know Noah Devine might have not always. I think that's one thing that I would kind of take away from this is like uh, Noah Devine might have not always had uh, the most like translatable uh, plays, which obviously kind of bared itself out. Um, but but his, his video is, was always among the most fun. Look at the speed. Noel Devine. 
He's the next great one. Pick Down your poison, huh? Pick your poison. Unbelievable quickness. And I think we need to kind of draw the line of, uh, you know, the, the, the most fun doesn't always equal uh, the best, ultimately. So, um, but yeah, it was, it, it was like when he was healthy and going at, at West Virginia, it was, um, you know, it, it wasn't like he was a bust from a talent perspective or anything like that. I mean, he, his expectations were sky high and probably almost impossible to meet, um, you know, coming out of high school. But uh, he was a lot of fun to watch for sure. Well, you mentioned like his college YouTube videos. Someone made freshman reel for him called Divine Intervention with 500,000 views. Yeah. His sophomore year is called Simply Divine with 330,000. I mean, like these are really good stats. He rushed for eight yards a carry, or sorry, almost nine yards a carry as a freshman, six and six sophomore and junior year. And again, like entering the senior year, people had him in the top 10 of their mock draft, probably due to his high school reputation preceding him. And right. he gets hurt. Senior year is a total wash, goes undrafted, signs with the Eagles, leaves after two days of camp and, and sort of tragedy struck Noel's divine's life. Like he, 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 in an interview, um, he, in an interview, he, he attributed to the reason he left camp early. He told NBC news Two in Fort Myers that, his best friend had just been murdered and like divine's parents. I learned during the research for this podcast, according to the Fort Myers news press, both of them died very young from AIDS. He at the age of 15 witnessed the death of one of his dear friends. And that's why he even like latched onto Dion Sanders. You know, he fathered Noel fathered two children with separate girls by like the age of 16. And so, you know, you kind of like look back and, yeah, there's like a lot of what ifs here, but yeah, there's also like it's also been really fun to to go back and be like, oh, we're gonna do the Noel Divine podcast this yeah. week because when For- you start to look like a wish list of 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 like things that everybody like everybody loves talking about Noel Divine, and I thought it was cool. I've seen NFL players, you know, don't quote tweet a question saying who has the best ever film, and they'll be like Noel Divine, hands down. Yeah, yeah, and I, not not to be the guy who is trying to bring it back to something like overly serious, but uh, I I think you know Noah Devine is, is a good example of of maybe like this is this is a good argument for for maybe why you should have players being able to to make money on their likeness like while they're in college because you know we we, we it, you kind of it's easy to rem- like remember the success stories um and kind of what changed my opinion on that too was was you know, uh, players who kind of transcended that kind of in, in the, in the probably early 2010s, like your Manti Teal, Tyron Matthew, Johnny Manziel, but, um, no divines maybe a good argument for that as well. Um, just kind of, you know, as we're going over his career arc, um, he's one who really kind of his popularity, earning potential, all of that peaked when he was in college. So, um, yeah, I, I, that's kind of probably a, a conversation for another day, but I think that's, you know, it's whenever you see situations like this that um, that, that come up, he's you know probably about as good of an example as that as we're going to come across. Yeah, I mean, he's absolutely a household name, and I'm just thinking about it, like if like everyone loved that 07 West Virginia team on NCAA football with Pat White and Steve Slayton. You have Noah Devine back there, like like. Uh, our age people like they know who Noel divine is and it's been fun looking into this and it's also yeah. kind of been a interesting to look to look at it knowing what we know now and what you know now and how we'd rate him now and 
maybe not a top 100 player, but you know, as you said, like fun doesn't always equal best, but it was a lot of fun to do that. So that's going to do it for today's episode of the College Football Daily. If you have an idea for another player whose film we should go back and watch and talk about, we are all ears as we navigate a few weeks or a few months of sort of barren content. So for Charles Power, for Connor Tapp, for our producer, Tony Levitt, I'm Trey Scott, and we'll see you on Friday for the College Football Daily. Sunday after the Equalizer. You collect rewards, right? This is how I make my living. It's the season finale. Everyone's looking for something. Of Tracker. You strong swimmer? So-so. So-so. So-so's okay. Justin Hartley stars. I survive. You make quick, smart decisions. If you never let panic take the wheel. Sounds cool. It is cool, actually. Very cool. Tracker. CBS season finale Sunday after the Equalizer on CBS and streaming on Paramount+. Plus. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. You expected someone else? So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball. And baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does, (laughs) 9 over 8. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.